Welcome to the Physics Buzz podcast. I'm Calico Field. Today, we're talking about the uncertainty principle. When most people learn about the uncertainty principle, they hear a story about measurement. You can't measure something without influencing it. Quantum mechanics tells us if you try to measure the properties of a quantum particle like an electron, you will interrupt or disturb what the electron is doing, and therefore you can never know what it was doing before you tried to measure it. It's this catch-22 of modern physics. Generally, this is what most people, even many physics students, are taught when they learn about the Heisenberg Uncertainty Principle. But new research suggests that this isn't necessarily true. That when we try to measure the properties of quantum particles, we don't necessarily disturb them quite as much as Heisenberg predicted. So do we need to rewrite one of the pillars of quantum mechanics? Or do we just need to reconsider how we teach it? That's coming up on the Physics Buzz podcast. When you look at an object through a microscope, you actually fire photons at it. Those photons grab information about the thing you're studying, and they bounce back to your eyes with it. But you can't take this approach with quantum objects because photons are quantum objects. I once heard the analogy that trying to measure the properties of an electron with a photon was like trying to measure the speed of a moving car by firing a cannonball at it. The cannonball obviously disrupts the speed of the car. This analogy fits with the definition that we just heard of the uncertainty principle, that measurement of quantum systems is basically set to fail. But Dr. Ephraim Steinberg and his colleagues at the University of Toronto have experimental evidence that shows otherwise. I'm Ephraim Steinberg. I'm a professor of physics at the University of Toronto, and I lead a group of experimental quantum optics researchers. This team is using a method called weak measurement, and this method basically allows them to measure how much their instruments are disturbing quantum particles. So to carry on with the analogy I just used, they're looking at how much the cannonball actually changes the speed of the car. Now, Heisenberg had a prediction about this, about how much our measurement disturbs the particles that we measure. And his prediction showed that we cannot measure a quantum system or a quantum particle without inducing the uncertainty principle. But what this new work by Dr. Steinberg shows is that Heisenberg's prediction was wrong. Now, in 2003, a Japanese physicist named Masaneo Ozawa came up with a different prediction about this level of disturbance. So we find that there's still some disturbance, and it obeys this formula that Professor Ozawa came up with about 10 years ago, but it's a smaller disturbance than you'd get from the Heisenberg formula. That's right. So did they just overthrow the uncertainty principle? I mean, he just said this is not what Heisenberg predicted. Well, to cut the suspense, no. But to understand why and to understand what they did show, there are a few things we need to clarify. Okay, first and foremost, you can measure the properties of quantum particles. You just can't measure all of them. The uncertainty principle actually applies to what are called 
conjugate variables. These are properties of a system that are conjoined. They have a special relationship. And the most common example of conjugate variables is position and momentum. The uncertainty principle says that you can measure the position of a quantum particle with great accuracy. But when you make that measurement, you're going to change the particle's momentum. And that is where the uncertainty arises. You can make the position as precise as you like, but only at the expense of having a more and more uncertain momentum, or vice versa. It's, it's more just like a balloon. If you squeeze it in one direction, it gets bigger in the other one. So uh, there's, there's some kind of a, a volume of uncertainty, and you get to put more of it in momentum if you want, or you get to put more of it in position, but it's got to be somewhere. There's an old physics joke about Werner Heisenberg speeding down the road in his car when he gets pulled over. And the police officer comes to his window and says, do you have any idea how fast you were going? And Heisenberg replies, no, but I knew exactly where I was. So, of course, the joke is that Heisenberg's own uncertainty principle states that he can only know one of those things. Now, on a technical note, momentum is slightly different than velocity, but for the sake of humor and explanation, we're going to go with it. There's also a joke that flips these conjugate variables. Why can't Werner Heisenberg ever find his keys? Because he always knows how fast they're going. Quantum mechanics tells us that we cannot be totally objective observers, that we always influence the system we're observing. And it's easy to believe that this is where uncertainty comes from. What Heisenberg really says is you can't know both the position and the momentum at the same time. And then you'd conclude, well, if I can't know the position and the momentum at the same time, but I can measure position, then after I measure the position, the momentum must be uncertain. How did it get that way? And it's very easy to conclude that the act of measuring the position must make the momentum uncertain. And there are certainly cases where that's true. But the one we don't usually stop to think about is, what if the momentum was already uncertain? then when I measure position, I don't need to disturb the momentum. It already had all the uncertainty it needed. And in some sense, that's what this new relationship by Ozawa teaches us, that although there must be uncertainty in momentum, it doesn't need to come from the measurement. It might have just already been there beforehand. So the uncertainty was there to begin with. This is a tough point for many people to grasp because we don't necessarily see this uncertainty in our everyday lives. But we have to accept the idea that the particles that make up matter don't always have a definite position and momentum. And it's not just that we don't know what the position and the momentum are. It's that they are inherently uncertain. When I say inherently uncertain, I mean these particles may not have a definite location. This is part of quantum weirdness. Things that we might want to consider solid objects do not necessarily occupy a definite state. So the uncertainty about a particle's position may exist whether we measure it or not. I think automatically we get in the back of our minds this picture that there's something out there that really exists, but maybe we're not very good at finding out what it is. And that's, that's the easiest thing to picture, that the 
particle really is somewhere, but I don't know exactly where. And what's really fascinating about quantum mechanics is that we've learned even the premise is wrong. The, the particle just doesn't have a definite position, and the uncertainty is built into nature. As I said at the top of the podcast, most people learn that the uncertainty principle is all about measurement. But Dr. Steinberg is saying that uncertainty comes from other places as well. So uh, the distinction we're trying to make now is that there are really two different principles here. One is a statement about how certain things in nature are, even if I'm not looking at them. And the other is a question about how much I need to disturb the system, how much I need to change its state by looking at it. And it turns out those two aren't exactly the same. The uncertainty principle still limits how much you can know about a particle's properties. Dr. Steinberg is not cheating the uncertainty principle. What he shows is that measurement does not always disturb the particle system so much that you induce the uncertainty principle. Dr. Steinberg explains it like this. You can imagine that you're trying to look at these electrons under a microscope and you're getting very sharp images of the electrons, but to do that, you're shining these, these really powerful photons at the electrons, and every time a photon bounces off the electron into your eye, it completely disturbs the velocity. But then I've got a knob that can replace those photons with a sort of weaker photon, by which I, I mean lower energy, longer wavelengths. And as you go to these longer and longer wavelengths, the image gets blurrier and blurrier, so you can't really tell exactly where the electron is anymore. But on the other hand, they haven't gotten hit by as energetic a projectile, so you're not disturbing their momentum as much anymore. So that's the idea. If you're willing to give up some of the precision in the thing that you're measuring, you don't have to disturb the other stuff as much anymore. So to address the questions we posed at the beginning of the podcast, no, we do not need to overthrow the uncertainty principle but we need to take a good hard look at how we are teaching it. First and foremost, we need to make sure we understand it. And Dr. Steinberg says many physicists may not fully grasp this nuance. My guess is that there are some physicists whose understanding of these issues was already deep enough that they realized it wouldn't be correct to apply Heisenberg's formula to measurement uncertainty. But I think most of us did not realize that. I, I certainly didn't realize it, as I said. I, I thought it wasn't the deep meaning of the uncertainty principle, but I thought it was a correct corollary of the uncertainty principle. And I've now realized I was wrong about that. And given the way I've seen most people describe quantum mechanics, write about it in the textbooks, I think that almost all of us were assuming that these two different uncertainty products would be described by the same quantity. Um, but I'm pretty sure that there were a few people who saw further than the rest of us and already knew that was wrong. Moving forward, perhaps we can expect to see the popular definition of the uncertainty principle changing. Perhaps we'll all become a little more comfortable with the notion that uncertainty exists with or without our help. That's all for the Physics Buzz podcast. I'm Calla Cofield. As always, you can find more podcasts, our Physics Buzz blog, resources, and so much more at physicscentral.com. Tune in next week for more Physics Buzz.